Let's talk a little uh, football. Let's get out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. He joins us every Monday. He's former BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum with us on the big show. What's going on, Tanner? What's up, Jake? How's it going? Another week has come and gone. Time's flying by. Hey, no uh, doubt. Uh, hey, Tanner, i got to interrupt for just a second so I can update our listeners with a story that I brought up in the ever-important Not Sports Report. Uh, James texted in, and he says, a friend of mine served, I assume it's an LDS mission, in Hell, Michigan. The high school mascot is Satan. Wow. I'm so so glad that you interrupted us for that. Well, I, I had to pass that along. Oh, I know. I mean, that, Boy. That, is, that is vital information. How could you not? Tanner, your reaction. I'm surprised that it hasn't been canceled yet. Yeah. yeah no That's kidding. probably true. Uh, you mentioned another week uh, comes and goes, Tanner. Another week, another BYU blowout win. Give us your thoughts on uh, on that W against Louisiana Tech. You know, it's my same thoughts as last week. I wish so badly that I could see this BYU team play against its original schedule because, once again, they looked amazing. They looked sharp. They looked um, in rhythm. The offense was just cruising. The defense was stifling again. Uh, Both offensive line and defensive line, the defensive fronts are just dominating, and it's it's, it's great to see, but it, it leaves me wanting more. It, it, it leaves me wishing that I could see this uh, BYU squad match up against uh, a little bit tougher opponent. And I think at the end of the day, though, you have to be impressed with how they look. At least they're handling their business. They're not uh, playing down to these teams' levels. They're going out and just dominating the way that they should. But like we talked about last week, I'm glad that Boise State and now San Diego State are on the schedule, even though they're sure they're Mountain West, but they're good teams, good programs. And so it'll be good to see how this BYU squad matches up against them later down the road. All I can say is La Tech had a devil of a time trying to stop BYU. I mean, they just a devil of the time. <laughs> Come on, Jake. I'm not giving you a laugh. For okay. I don't deserve it uh, for that. But, but okay. So I said the same thing, Tanner and uh, Jake keeps saying, yeah, but are we going to say, yeah, but after every game this year and kind of, we are, I mean, it's just that that's just the way it is not to say that BYU isn't looking terrific. And let me ask you specifically about the quarterback play. Cause Zach Wilson was so very good in that game. He was throwing the ball accurately. Man, he was he was just tearing that team apart. And I know that's easier for a quarterback when you're playing a lesser opponent and he's had plenty of time, didn't really seem pressured at all. But is can we take something from the fact of how accurate he is uh, without having to worry as much about the opponent? Or is it impossible to do that? No, I think there's there's definite improvement that you can see regardless of who they're playing. Yes, to your point, it helps when you're playing a lesser opponent that the margin for error is is bigger. But a lot of these throws, a lot of them were, were back shoulder throws, throws that the guys weren't necessarily wide open. Some of them were, obviously, but a lot of them weren't. But I think even then, you can see vast improvement, especially, especially from last season. 
when I know that he was he was still recovering from his shoulder surgery and and you could just tell that the pop uh, on his arm the, you know, the way the way he was spinning it last year just wasn't the same but this year you can tell he's playing with full confidence he is he's on top of his game he's comfortable in this offense they know the plays inside and out that's the thing when you have continuity at, at a program it does so much for your confidence because everyone knows the, the playbook inside and out you're not wondering what you should be doing on each play. You, you can start to play loose and start to play free, and you can tell that this whole offense is playing that way. You know, a lot of these guys have been with these, these, this coaching staff for three years now, third year, and it's finally starting to come together. It's finally starting to take shape. And you can just tell by the way that, the, by the way that they're playing, and especially Zach. He embodies that the, the, every, every game now. He's just shown how much more comfortable he is, how much more confident he is. He, you know, he's he's breaking records and and some of them his own records, um, and you have to give him credit for that. Regardless regardless of who you're playing, he's he's doing his job and he's going out and, and making it look quite easy. And I, and I think his um, his targets, uh, Gunner, Dax, Neil, um, Isaac Rex, you know, the, the, these these new some some new but most of these guys have been you know Dax Gunner Neil especially have been with him now for three years and and their their chemistry is is showing and so I think while there's some uh, hesitation just because you do want to see uh, this type of performance against top tier opponents you still have to give credit where credit is due and look at the eye test you know look at how he's playing uh, sure the stats are amazing but then if you just watch him. And you, you watch him throw the ball. You watch the ball come out of his hands. You watch him make those back shoulder throws with the touch, uh, the different arm angles. You know, he, he's showing the talent that he has on a much more consistent level. There were flashes of it last year, but left more to the imagination. And so now this year he's finally, I think, consistently displaying the talent that, I, that, I've, that I've seen him have. And it's, it's good to see for the Cougars. And Tanner, Tanner Jake, let me, let, let me give you an example of, of exactly what you just described. Do you remember the the touchdown throw that Zach had? He threw it. He was in the pocket, and he zipped it over to the right. I think it was about a 22, 23, 25-yard throw, something like that. And I think it was Gunner who caught it. But he was between two defenders, and the ball had to be exactly where Zach put it. Now, in a case like that, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. Uh, That was one heck of a throw. And maybe the one thing that uh, was to his advantage was the fact that he was very comfortable in the pocket because there was no pressure on him. Yeah, the offensive line, no doubt, is is doing an amazing job, both in the running game and in the passing game. The, the protection has been solid. Uh, Coach Mateos there is doing a good job with these these veteran linemen now who have been there for in this program for years, and they're, they're, they look they look really strong, and they're giving Zach tons of time, which helps. But to your point, Gordon, these throws, while yes, they might be against lower tier opponents, a lot of them, regardless of who they're playing, are are tough throws to make, and that's why I say you look at the eye test, uh, because people can just write off the stats saying, oh, it's a lesser opponent. But if you watch the game, you watch the throws that he's making. These are these are tough throws that he's making look easy. Uh, you know, those, these um, these types of uh, plays that he's making are have, you, know, you, have to, you have to give them credit, regardless of who they're coming against. You know, Zach, he's, he's, a, he's a guy that thrives when he's confident. When he's, when he's feeling confident, he gets in a rhythm. He, when he gets hot, he can stay hot. You know, I saw it all the time in, in practice and then even in, in games where, you know, if he gets going, his confidence builds, 
and then he stays hot. And you can see that now that it's, that's how it's been this, the, the first three games of the year. He, he's, he's gotten hot. You know, I would say at the beginning of Navy, he, he was maybe a little bit out of rhythm. But then as soon as he got it, he's just, it's, it's just clicked. Now he knows where he wants to go. He's, he's manipulating defenses. He's toying with them a little bit. He's, he's pushing things downfield. Uh, he's you know, passing up little shorter throws every now and then to, to push the ball downfield because he knows he, he has the opportunity. That Those are signs that he's feeling confident, that he's, he's pushing the limits, but within a, you know, very wisely. He's pushing the limits, but he's not being reckless. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's playing confident. There's no, no other way to say it, and that's when he plays at his best. And when, when you can go in and, and, you know, obliterate teams like this, not only does that help your confidence as a player, but it, is the, it infuses confidence in your teammates around you. And so you can tell that this, this BYU team is, is playing confident, and it's going to be um, interesting to see how the rest of the year plays out. I think UTSA does, you know, doesn't really stand a chance. Uh, I, I think it's going to be another uh, La Tech, Troy type of game. Um, but you know it'll be good to see how they how they do against Houston. It'll be good to see how they do against Boise State and San Diego State at the end of the year. But uh, you, you have to give uh, the Cougars credit for how they've come out and really uh, set the tone and not play down to these teams' levels because that's one thing that can happen. That's that's a danger is that you start to play down to these teams' levels, but they're not doing that at all. You mentioned Boise and San Diego State and in those games. That news kind of broke after we talked to you last week, uh, Tanner. So your thoughts on those two matchups and uh, channel your uh, former playerness. I mean, how, how excited do you think the players on this team are that they'll have a little bit better caliber opponent uh, toward the end of the year? Oh, I know they're excited because it's, it's, it's the same thing. They, they want to prove it, too. They want to show everyone what they're capable of. This is a great opportunity for them to – show the nation that these games, these first few games weren't flukes. Obviously, these are a while while away, a ways away, so they have to be patient and still just take things one game at a time. You have to stay present and not get too ahead of yourself. But when that time does come, uh, which I think they have a great shot of being undefeated going into those games, then it's it's an opportunity to go show everyone, uh, especially yourselves, what you're capable of and that you you can play against, you know, Boise and San Diego State again. I, I get it; they're not SEC teams or uh, ACC, you know, top tier Power Five teams. But, but nonetheless, Boise State and San Diego State are, are good programs who have given BYU fits in, in years past. And, uh, and, and of course, Boise and San Diego State—they're going to be ready to play. They're going to be excited. They've had a very long break, a long time to prepare, and they're going to be looking to make the most of their shortened season. And so they're going to come out. Uh, ready to go, and so it's going to be a great challenge for BYU to 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 um, you know to go into those games looking to finish the season on a high note, knowing what's at stake. Because if they if they can win those games, and they can play themselves into a pretty high bowl, uh, you know, obviously the playoff remains to be seen. Who knows what'll happen? But at least, at the very least, they, they can get themselves into a pretty higher tier bowl um, and 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 finish the year, you know, having one of the more successful years. In, uh, in recent BYU football history. So there's a, there, there will be a lot at stake, which adds to the pressure, but I think which will add to the uh, overall preparation and performance of the team. So, Tanner, you used a phrase there that Jake was ridiculing uh, Kalani Sataki for saying during his press conference today. You said, take it one day at a time. And I agree with you. That's a cliche, but it is important for any team to follow that formula, especially a team 
that is better than than every team that it's going to face. And so the only way you're going to screw this up is if you screw this up. And and what I said was that Kalani's words were right on the money. And maybe should we have uh, Austin? Could you play that for Tanner? Because because Jake was making fun of Kalani. Can, can I explain what I was ridiculing <laughs> here for a second? Here's what I was talking about, Tanner, how coaches can speak for two minutes and not say anything of substance. But, they, but he I was mean, two minutes, and, and then we play this clip where Kalani says absolutely nothing, and Gordon's like, wow, what wise words. And it's like, what are you talking about? He didn't say anything. <laughs> he That's did. Always, he, it's, always, it's always been that way, and it always will be that way. There's the game of being politically correct and making sure that you don't say anything. It's going to draw headlines. You just you say the right things. You get in and you get out. That's how, that's how it goes. But he was talking to his players. He was telling them essentially what they needed to hear because the players already know they're better than these opponents. The players already know they're better than who they're going to face. And so Kalani – well, should we just let the words speak for themselves? Austin, do you have oh, – no. It's like nine minutes long. Again. Yeah, okay, it's nine minutes and he doesn't say anything. On. Just play one part of it. Can you just play the beginning of it so we can get Tanner's response? Because I think players okay. need to hear it. Need I'm not really worried about that. Just trying to, like I said before, just trying to focus on uh, getting done this week and, and, and getting things accomplished, you know, and, and proving as a team. I've asked the players not to worry about that, not to look at the, uh, the, the, all the media attention that we get. We, we don't worry about it before the season. Why worry about it during? And so, we're just trying to play football because we're a football team, and that's what football <laughs> teams do. They play football. So Jay, we are what he's saying is on true. The <laughs> what he's saying is true, Tanner. Don't the players need to hear that, especially with a scandal no. like this? <laughs> Here's the thing. I am obviously a big proponent of mental health, and mental health, a lot of it has to do or personally – Anxiety comes from worrying about the future. And one thing that has always helped me is to focus on the present. Take things one day at a time, one task at a time, not worrying about it. And it's, it's just as effective in sports because it's true. When you're preparing for an opponent week in and week out, you have to stay focused on the task at hand or else your best efforts, your best energy won't be going toward the task at hand. It'll be going towards an anxious thought towards the future, if that makes sense. So you have to be cognizant that these coaches don't want these players looking too far ahead. Because if you follow a lot of these players on social media, they, they are looking at what the world is saying about them. They are looking at the rankings. They are looking at what these experts and analysts are saying about them. They're, they're reposting it and, and retweeting and yeah, so they're obviously looking at, at what the world is saying, and so I think it's wise for the coaches to remind them that it doesn't matter what anyone else is saying because all that does is distract. But what, what can help them focus on the task at hand is to take things one day at a time. And it, it is cliche, but there's a reason that it's cliche. It's because it's true, and it makes sense, and it helps uh, teams stay present and stay focused on the task at hand. And you have to do that because if you get distracted, that's when you can start to – uh, get too comfortable, get complacent, and uh, surprises can happen. Listen to the man, Jake. Listen to the man. 
Well, Tanner, we, we appreciate you coming on with us and giving it 110%. You really left it all out there on the radio today. We appreciate you. 110% is that's one of my pet peeves, actually. I never say 110% because 100% is mass capacity. You can't go more than that. I'll, I'll stick to 100. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We appreciate you. Talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. We'll- there's Tanner Mangum. And, and, you know, good on him for being the adult in the room and trying to, you know, send a, a nice message through our coach speak argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even going to say, you know, one of us was right and one of us was wrong. Hey, here's what you were saying, and, and I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You were just saying, say it quicker. <laughs> Right and, and say something, yeah. yeah. Have have you know? He did say something. Some meaning behind those words. Mm-hmm. Something, uh, something out of the ordinary. You heard Tanner. All it is 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 uh, just uh, PC stuff to not rock the boat. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that was before he knew what we were talking about. No, he was right there. PC stuff not to rock the boat. Got it. I'm just taking it I one think, segment at a time myself. No, I, I I think what he said was much more substantive than that. I think it he wasn't. said, no, that's exactly what you have to do as a player. That you get yourself in trouble when you start looking on down the road. No, that's what you said. That's not what he said. That's what you said. That's what he said. I don't know. In those exact words, that sounds a lot like you. No, well, maybe not the exact words, but essentially what he said. And he, okay. he remember he tied it to mental health and said it's I know much better. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying. He was the adult in the room and and had a nice message. Uh, yeah. See, Jake, it's something I've been trying to teach you all these years is, you know, focus what's at the task at hand. Stay in the present. Don't be thinking about five segments from now. Be thinking about right now. See, what what Kalani did was he used the right cliches. Had he said, we control our own destiny, you'd be lighting (laughs) him on fire today. Yes, I would. You'd be be nothing but critical. Depends on uh, which cliche they use, I suppose, doesn't it? I suppose. (laughs) More straight ahead on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.